Peter Mullen is back, health and well-being. Today, Peter, this is a, a nice little topic that you've prepared for us, how to survive the mid-year blues. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mark. And, yeah, look, it is. It's literally slap bang in the middle of winter. Um, optimistically, I am saying, you know, it's only six weeks till spring. But, um, yeah, this time of year we can sort of be feeling like our energy is a bit low. You know, we're eating starchier or stodgier, more comfort foods through winter. So, And our body actually does go through a bit of a lower ebb. So I thought it's a good, good time of year just to have a bit of a freshen up and um, get things back on track. We do kind of feel different with the different seasons and the different weather and all of that. Why, why is that a thing? Well, I think it's a, it's part of that whole circadian rhythm. Like we're affected, you know, with the daylight cycle or the day-night cycle. Um, so, yeah, definitely we're affected with the different seasons as well. And, you know, even traditionally, you know, more babies are born in spring. You know, certain things tend to happen at different times of the year. And winter we do tend to contract a bit more. You know, we we want to spend more time indoors. Maybe we want to keep warmer. Um, you know, it's we we crave different types of food. You know, often starchier, stodgier, heavier comfort sort of foods. Um, and you know, we're not really going for the, the not really craving a big bowl of salad in no, the June, July, are we? And it's harder because our body is at a bit of a lower lower ebb. So, you know, this time of year is just good to reassess where you're up to and how the year's travelling. I said to clients this last week, and it's hard to believe, again, how fast this year is going, that we're already halfway through the year. And this year I was going to be a lot more organised and there was a lot of things I was going to do. And, you know, time's just gone by that fast, like that, that things have been dragging a bit. So good time good time of year just to stop and take stock. And We call that lazy. You're just too yes, lazy to get Yes, yes. Get I, called it, I called it procrastination, but lazy is probably a close <laughs> second. But um, it is a good time of the year just to stop and take stock of where you're up to and to be a bit kind to yourself as well like you don't have to get out there and change everything tomorrow but you know first of spring's always a good time just to start to get really back on track with the lighter eating and salads and everything else as well um interesting just before we start like i was listening to you on the radio in the car on the way over here talking about the drought mm. And and I thought, gee, it's um living in the city, you sort of you hear about the drought and then you don't hear about the drought and you kind of forget that it's still, you know, happening and there's still so many people are being affected. Um, two of my really lovely clients, a couple or two couples actually, have gone and done a farm rescue stay where you go and stay on someone's farm and just help out with general jobs. Um, and then they've done it twice actually one time they went into a, a town to the local community center and was involved there with some of the older people and so it's not just the farmers it's these whole communities so I thought that was really good to have a refresh about that because that really helps us to think number one of what what ways we can be helping more but also number two about you know we really should be a lot more grateful for how good we've got it living also, in the city and also maybe just ta- if you take the focus off yourself and uh, for a little Absolutely. bit and look elsewhere um it's amazing how that is just such a, a wonderful th- uh, process for you to go through yeah yeah and you do you definitely feel better doing something to help mm-hmm. someone else yourself so it's kind of a win-win so it's a good time of year just to stop and take stock are we having a look at this seasonal affective disorder known as sad yeah, and it's kind of funny, really. Like we're, you know, in I know, Australia, it's sad. It's, it's... <laughs> well, sad. Sad stands for seasonal affective disorder. Now, in Australia, you think we are one of the sunniest countries in the world. We shouldn't really be affected by sads, but it is. It's all relative. You know, if we lived in London or you know Norway, where they might get two hours sleep a night or whatever, two hours daylight Sun- in winter. Yeah. Sunlight, um, that you can think, well, that's more relevant. But 
you know, we are we definitely see that same thing happening here in in Australia. So, um, seasonal affected disorder can affect people during this time of year. Less sunlight, um, as we said, the body's biological clock contro- controls certain biological and brain activity. Um, you know, we can be tired at this time of year. We can just find our moods generally a bit lower as well. Um, so yeah, so the, the winter blues are a real thing, you know, in some respect. And you know, this week I've had a couple of clients say to me, you know, how much better they feel just sitting in the sunroom of the house, reading, but getting that, getting you know, some filtered sunlight. Like how much better we feel for that. And also just taking some time just to relax and maybe just sort of sit in neutral for a while. Yeah, and it's okay to do that. Your body wants to take it a bit easier at this time of year, so um, there's no harm in, in you know taking advantage of that. So by my count, you've got six steps to to sort of combat all this. Let's start with the first one. Where else would we start at the beginning of the day? beginning of the day so yeah it is a challenge to you know when it's colder or cooler mornings to stay in bed so ideally you want to try and if you if you've been sleeping in longer and longer and hitting the snooze button more and more it does stuff up your wake cycle your wake up ability if i can call it that so if you're hitting the snooze button and you're snoozing again then waking up your brain chemistry is all over the shop you're going to take a lot longer to get started for the day so we kind of need to, if you use an alarm to wake up, you need to get up at that first alarm or ideally train yourself to wake up just before the alarm goes up. Um, and then if you can, get up, go outside, get some fresh air, breathe a couple of fresh airs, fresh breaths in. Um, if you can walk barefoot on the grass, if you really game, that really helps to... <laughs> not in winter, mate. That's not yeah, going to happen. It really I know helps what you're saying, to, but it's not going to happen. It really helps electromagnetically to earth you. And the other thing is getting some sunlight into your eyes first thing without sunnies on turns on a lot of endorphins in your brain. So we need to make make take advantage of that sunlight wake-up cycle. And So get up and get outside and get some sun. Here's a thought. Do you reckon we wear sunglasses too much and too often? In light of time what you of just day, said. time of day. Like first thing in the morning, if you go for a walk, first thing, you really are better off not to wear sunglasses unless you've got eye problems, mm. because the sun, the brain needs that um, sun stimulation through the eyes. Do you reckon we maybe train, uh, sort of filtering out too much if we're heavy sunglass wearers? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Like because so many patients are coming back, um, you know, vitamin D deficient these days. One thought is that maybe we're you know, we've still got to be very protective of our skin and careful, but, you know, maybe times of the day we could, you know, sun, winter particularly, try and get out and get a bit of sun and, yeah, definitely get a bit of sun stimulation through the eyes. Health and well-being with Peter Mullen. His uh, best way, six tips to survive the mid-year blues and a little thing called SAD, seasonal affective disorder. Uh, Peter, we started with right at the start, getting up and greeting the day. Next thing we need to do is make exercise part of our daily routine. Yeah, look, exercise, you know, we talk about it that often on this show and everywhere, and I think we talk about that often that people think, yeah, yeah. You tune out to, from it. You tune out. But um, I've been, my exercise has been a bit shocking since I've got back from holidays, and um, I'm finding it a bit hard to get back into a regular routine as well. I'm struggling to get out of bed on it's, time it's in the morning. It's noticing too. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Mark. Anyway, um, so yeah, make exercise part of your routine. Um you know, start doing something now. The trick is to find an exercise that you can do, whatever the weather. Um, a couple of my clients have, you know, walkers at home. Mm. Um, the gym's always good. Um, sometimes what helps me sometimes is booking in, like, for an eight-week program where you're paid up for the eight weeks so you sort of feel a bit committed. You have to do it. 
Um, but yeah, start exercising and, and make it part of your normal routine. And you're sort of covering a couple of birds. If you're going or killing a couple of birds, as the old saying goes, um, if you're walking, particularly in the morning, you're getting the fresh air and the sunlight stimulation for your endorphins. So it's a double whammy. But yeah, definitely exercise. Um, eat mood boosting foods. You know, this time of year, it's tempting to overdo it on things like chocolate and, as we said, the, mm. you know, starchier, stodgier foods. Um, but remember, really important, remember, high sugar never lasts. So while we feel better eating these foods initially or we think we're going to feel better, yeah, it just doesn't last. inevitably you feel worse after. So top three foods for a bit of a mood boost, um, nuts, um, particularly Brazil nuts, wonderful source of the mineral selenium, um, which has been shown to help with depression, anxiety and tiredness. Um, one of my favorite nuts is, have you ever had tamari almonds? Uh, what they're different from the regular style how? Yeah, yeah. They're almonds that have been roasted in the oven and they've been not soaked with, but they've had tamari, which is like a natural soy sauce substitute sprinkled over the top. So when they're roasted, they come out and they taste um, like a dried nut, like a dried almond, but they're, they're set with a bit of a sesame taste to it or a soy soy sauce taste. It's like a soy sauce substitute. Mm. Okay. So tamari almonds are, are awesome as a snack, but again... Always put get your little Tupperware container if you're taking them to work. Put your two tablespoons in and shut the lid. If you take the whole packet, unfortunately, they're a bit moreish. Um, oily fish. So fish at this time of year, fish is one of your best sources of omega-3 fatty acids. And low levels of the, your omega-3 or your fish oils have been linked to all sorts of brain and mood disorders. Um, sardines are a great brain food. Improves mood by keeping brain cells flexible. Um, so yeah, increase your oily fish and um, spinach, high in your B vitamins, essential for serotonin production, keeps up your levels of folate, your vitamin B3, B6, B12 and spinach. I love baby spinach, just a handful chucked in if I'm cooking eggs in the morning, just towards the end, chuck in a big handful of organic baby spinach leaves. I actually do this. Yeah. Yeah. Do this. Yeah. And plus you can turn into Popeye. What's Popeye? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? You, have, you know, the Popeye, the, really? The key Popeye, the cans the, of yeah, spinach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking you, I don't know what I thought you were talking about. Anyway, no. um, and number four, really important over winter, if you're having bloods done or to get your bloods done and get your vitamin D tested. Now, less than 50, uh, I think it's nanomoles per litre is considered a deficiency. You know, doctors are often happy if you're above 50, but um, I kind of like it to be a fair bit higher than that. So... Getting your vitamin D tested and, um, you know, starting a supplement if you're not getting enough sun or get some, say, sun exposure. But vitamin D, every cell in your body has vitamin D receptors. And um, so making sure healthy levels of vitamin D plays a big role on your whole health, but particularly brain and mood. And again, are there some foods that would uh, help be a good vitamin D booster? Yeah, you can also boost your vitamin D by eating your oily fish, egg yolks, uh, mushrooms as well. Um, or if you're really low, um, it can take a little while to increase your D. So sometimes I recommend the foods, but also getting into a supplement for three to six months as well. It's a bit of everything. We've done exercise, we've done vitamin D, we've done some good foods. Uh, the next one I really kind of like as well. We've got to surround ourselves with positive people. Yeah, look, it really is a lot a lot easier to be happy when you surround yourself with positive people. Um, and this is and spends 
you know, rings even true when you're spending more time indoors, you know, with friends or family. You're stuck with them. <laughs> yeah, chatting over a cup of tea and just having some nice rituals as well. That like friends come over, make a pot of herbal tea. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and get some healthy, healthy treats, healthy protein balls out to have with your cup of tea and, and try and catch up with people that, you know, you do feel uplifted and, you know, we can't always choose our, what's the other saying? We can't even always choose our family, but we can choose our friends. So, and how yeah. much time you spend with either, I suppose. And, and you know what? Like, the, even just when you smile, like when you smile, your mood automatically changes. Mm. I'm not talking about people that really struggle with depression here, mm. making light of that. But, you know, for, for a lot of us, it's it's even if you're watching TV, watch happy things. You know, things that make you feel good is going to carry through to your general mood. And um, what you said before was true about, you know, turning on the music as well. Play, have your house set up that you've got some nice oils burning, you've got some good music playing. Like, you're in control of the mood in that space. And um, But I, I'd recommend um, you not singing. Me. Just saying, after you singing in that last break. Look, I've been trying for nearly, I've been trying for over four <laughs> decades. If I haven't got it by now, I'll accept that it, it's not going to happen. It may not improve anyone else's mood. <laughs> the opposite. Well, you know what, Peter? No offense, Mark. Well, no you offense. know what, Peter? Um, a wise man once said, don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't take advice from. <laughs> So I don't know what I should do with your oh, well, advice there. I, I do like your I do like your I think that's a very relevant saying. Not so much in this case, of course, but like, I, I think it's good. But the last one I do like too is uh, it's kind of might be the most important thing as we wrap it all up is be kind to yourself. Yeah, look, absolutely, and, and you know, as I was saying before, you might start the year. We all start the year full of good intentions and resolutions, but by mid mid year, it can feel like the year it's has escaped over. you, and you what happened? Not where you thought you you know wanted to be. So don't beat yourself up about it. If it's taking a bit longer to achieve the goal you set at the start of the year, um, you know, I think life, life has a way of working itself out. So, you know, things and, you know, things don't always happen at the speed that we expect they're going to. So, you know, be kind, show yourself a bit of compassion and, and reassure yourself that, you know, it might not won't happen overnight, but it will happen. And we're oh, full of um. At least I had some original material today. I had some original material. You've gone for the old, tired, old stuff. Well, just two more, two more quick things. Um, plan a vacation. You know, a lot of people. You know, a lot of the grey nomads. Not is that's a that's a, a allowable term, isn't it? Mm-hmm, a lot nice. of the grey nomads do tend to head up north for the three months of winter, so that's always an option. And you, um, you get away from the cold. Yeah, but even just even just having a break away, mm. having a week away, someone up somewhere a bit north can just reset yourself as well. So oh, I'm right into that. See, I just had one. I've got another one planned. So I'm yeah, all over, I'm more all over holidays this. the better. Absolutely, absolutely. Peter, anything else before we wrap up on that? Um, now, probably the other thing is what we were talking about with the the farm farm um, rescue. Um, helping others, you know, ladling out soup at the local shelter or volunteering your time can improve both your mental health and your life satisfaction. So that's the other thing is think about anyone in your life that you think could do with a bit of help. It might be a friend that's just had a new baby and you think, well, maybe I could cook a meal and drop it over or it might be, you know, an older person in your neighbourhood that you think, well, I'll get in there, their lawn's starting to look a bit long, I'll mow their lawn next time when I mow my lawn. So there's always opportunities for us to sort of feel better about ourselves but also to you know be a help to others as well lots of great information there as we survive the mid-year blues peter mullen health and well-being thank you so much mate we'll talk to you next week lovely look forward to it thanks for listening to this podcast from 2nurfm at the university of newcastle topics range from gardening to health 
well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.